Podcast City Network. This is a coupon queen pen from the CQP Moments Podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. This episode is brought to you by Code Story. How does a startup get from the back of a napkin to MVP to exit? Code Story. Code Story brings you in-depth interviews with founders, CTOs, and tech decision makers, digging deep into the vision and critical moments of the people building the next big thing. Hosted by tech entrepreneur Noah Labhart, Code Story is a periodic window into the startup world. In their own words, veterans share what it feels like to disrupt an industry, how to recover from critical mistakes, and what it takes to build and lead a team that has your back. Visit them at httpscodestory.co. Hi, everyone. Do you like this podcast? Well, let me tell you about an app called PodCoin that pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast that the podcast player pays. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use PodCoin to earn, to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It's literally amazing. It turns your podcast listening activity into a charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I use the PodCoin app 
to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store on Android today. Seriously, just go get the Podcorn app and use this invite code called MMA Shell. You'll get 300 Podcorns just for signing up. If you use this code, that's 300 Podcorns just for signing up and using this code MMA Shell. Again, give the Podcorn app a try. All right, guys, we're back on the show, and today we got a special guest, comedian, former MMA fighter, Adam Nutter, right? Adam, I got your name? Yeah, man, that's it. (laughs) That is it. (laughs) And just for anybody who knows, this is just going to be the part one of this uh, podcast interview is going to be on YouTube and on the podcast. Part two is just going to be on the podcast, so this is kind of like a teaser so you know what's coming. And I'll post the link on the link of, of the uh, description of the YouTube video. Um, so, Adam, uh, give us a little bit of a background on yourself. Yeah, man. Uh, I have a weird, uh, I have a bit of a weird career, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, at, at 18 years old, I, uh, well, I played football for a long time before I was 18, too. But I was playing through high school. And uh, truth of the matter was I, was, I was very good in football, but I was, I was a nerd. Like I love comic books and I have a Boba Fett tattoo. Like, you know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a giant nerd, but, um, so like I didn't get along with, uh, my teammates. They would bully me. The jocks. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause like I was, a, I was a jock only by the sense of I was good at football, but the mentality didn't carry through. I would say really much. Uh, I was like, Spider-Man's cool. They're like, shut up nerd. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, um, I was sick of just getting bullied by my own team and stuff. So by, uh, 18, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to learn how to defend myself. And I was like, oh, let me look into this, you know, MMA thing. Cause this is back in two, uh, it's a, a little context. I'm, I'll be 33 this year. Yeah. This is back in 2004. Uh, this is like right before the Stefan Bonner, Forrest Griffin fight to like kick off the popularity. It was like right before then. And, uh, I started training and then that fight really turned around like MMA. I, I would say for the mainstream, uh, that, that Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonner fight. And that's when MMA got really big. So I was doing it around that time. So yeah, so 18, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump into it and see how this goes. And then, uh, at 20, I had my first fight. It was amateur, you know, cause you trained yeah, yeah. for two years and I had my first fight. I was like, Oh, this is fun. I just like being competitive. That's why I like to play football so much. It's just, you know, that competitive nature. So, so, uh, yeah, I had my first, I was 20. I won. I was like, Oh shit, <laughs> that's crazy. And then I was like, all right, I dig it. And then the second fight, but it was, all, it was all amateur, you know, and uh, that was my, I guess, foray into or <laughs> the MMA world. It was just, it was just that pretty much, that in football. Now, how did you, now how did you get into uh, becoming a comedian? So you're kind of like Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> I was just watching his podcast. Yeah, I watch his, like, YouTube stuff all the time. I love it. Yeah, he's great. Love uh, the fact he's that. He's one of my favorite ones to listen to for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching this, Joe, you got to have me on your show. Because I've seen some, uh, <laughs> people that you have on your show. They're all too lame, dude. I'm a lot better than them. <laughs> dude, I would love to <laughs> make a JRE appearance. I just find it fascinating how he's like kind of intelligent. He's like an MMA fanatic. Yeah. But he talks about other topics. So how did you get into comedy? Like, Was that like your first yeah. uh, job like out of high school? or? or so... 
that gets weird too. So uh, again, this is all like 18 was like a weird age. <laughs> I was like, this is what I'm going to do all the stuff I felt like I always wanted to do. I was big into, I, I'm from Staten Island, New York. So I grew up in the New York scene and uh, every morning I would listen to Opie and Anthony uh, radio okay. with uh, Jim Norton. And I would hear all those comics like Jim Norton and Rich Voss and Bobby Kelly and Chris O'Neill and Bill Burr and Louis CK and like all those greats, you know, I was like, Oh, this is, I always love comedy listening to them. I was like, oh, I'm right. I'm right across the goddamn bridge. I'm from Staten Island. You know, they're in Manhattan. It's like right there. So that's when I was like, you know what? I think at 18, I'm going to just, I'm going to try it. And, uh, I, my very first, I went to my very first open mic, uh, at, uh, st- at, at the comic strip in, in Manhattan. And that's oh, how I started. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that I was your that, first yeah. job. That, that was my very first open mic. It was just open mic, you know, just getting into the world. Oh, of, okay. I didn't know they yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. That was getting into the world of comedy is like just trying it out. And then I did that from 18 to 20. And then I did that typical young kid thing where I panicked. I was like, Oh, I can't do this. This isn't, you know, this is too hard or I can't make money. So I left and I became a cop in New York for a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So at 21 years old, I became a cop and, uh, I worked in Staten Island for eight years and I left there, uh, because I got, uh, I got, I got hit in my head a bunch of times. I got too many car accidents, got too many concussions and I had to get medically retired. And then that was five years ago. And then five years ago, I picked up comedy again. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the last five years I've been doing it and that in the podcast and stuff. So were you able to collect like a partial pension? Or? Oh, I have a pension from them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that was my time, which, which, which is good because I got to be honest with you. I, I can curse, right? Yeah, well, you can curse. Yeah, okay. I, fu- I fucking hated, I hated that. I hated that job, dude. <laughs> I fucking, because it's like you get into it because I, I hated bullies, you know? Like, okay. that's again. So I, I got into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, be the, be the hero, be the superhero. I hate bullies. You're going to stop bad guys. And then you get into it and it just becomes like, oh yeah, that's great. We don't care about any of that though. Just write money for this, make money for the city, you know? And it's like, ah, well, okay. And then it starts to go with against a lot of your, like my personal beliefs. Like I'm, 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 I'm a pretty libertarian guy. So like, I feel like a lot of, I feel like it's too, I don't know. I don't want to get the whole thing, but I was just like, my time was coming to an end there. And then those injuries just happened and then I was out. But, uh, so it's like, you know, yeah, I'm not there anymore, but I have brain trauma for life. So that's fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> Now, do you still live in Staten Island now, or no, no? Now uh, I'm out in New York. I live right outside of Philly now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Our, like right now I'm in Philly. Our studio's in Philly, but I live outside of Philly. Oh, okay. Like in Norristown or something? Like no, 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 not Norristown. I live in Newtown. Oh, okay. I okay. live in Bucks County. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little familiar with the area. Okay. So now that you've been doing a comedy thing. Do you tour just the Philadelphia area, or just do you go all over the place? No, all over, man. <laughs> we just, uh, you know, West Coast, East Coast, doesn't matter. Middle, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But I think we're going to Ohio later this year. Uh, we, yeah, we just came back from LA. We got, yeah, we got stuff going on. <laughs> okay, now is it just you, or or is it do you have a partner? Like, well, I do. No, well, my podcast, my main podcast, Nerds with Words, I do with uh, my buddy Neil Wood who's a comic. So okay. uh, we try to travel a lot together and do stand up as much as we can together and stuff like that. You know, okay. try to do the grind. 
Now, how does that work um, with your day-to-day stuff? Do you, do you do a lot of promotion, promote your shows? Yeah, we try. <laughs> I mean, what do you spend most of your time promoting, the shows or the podcast or both? Because I'm assuming you created the podcast promote your shows right yeah pretty much the podcast is an av- as an avenue for stand-up you know okay. uh so we, we try to uh we try to do a little bit of both i mean it's hard dude it's it's, it's hard because you don't want to oversaturate your social media either people are like all right dude we get it <laughs> yeah. you have a fucking podcast we got it you know so now i i limit our social media post to i do maybe two a week that's it I do one the first night it comes the day it comes out because we live stream every Sunday, so we're live streaming and then when that when we're done I'll I'll just throw the link out and then maybe again at the end of the week just as a reminder, okay. Some clips on YouTube throughout the week. That's it because like we were just I was just doing too much. Okay. Now do you live stream audio or do you live stream video? No video. Well, we off YouTube. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you read on YouTube. Okay. I didn't know if you used Twitch or anything like that. No, yeah, we, we, we live stream every Sunday. Uh, we try to do it around the same time, but we're comics and we're fucking pieces of shit. So we, <laughs> generous and we never get anything on time, but uh, <laughs> we try. <laughs> we try. So, yeah, we live stream every Sunday. It's fun. Well, you know, the show's uh, it's a fun podcast. We just talk about – we're having a different guest each week. Usually it's a different comic. But we've had on, like, uh, Justin Wren. We've had on Kyle Bokniak. We've had on, like, legit – MMA guys before too as guests. Oh, okay. Stuff. Yeah, so it's 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 fun, man. We've even had on like Dr. Charles Liu from Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's like an astrophysicist. We've had oh. him on twice. Like it's 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 fun, man. It's 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 a fun show. We bullshit. We ask people what they're nerdy about. But the show isn't just about nerd. It's about whatever the fuck. I mean, we talk about MMA all the time. We talk about okay. So you still stuff, follow. Yeah. You still follow the sport of MMA, right? Ever I watch. I mean, I try. If we're not, if I don't have a show or we're not out. Yeah, I'm watching the fights. I know there's too many. (laughs) There's too many. Now, do you strictly just follow the UFC or do you follow like other? No, I watch. I watch Bellator. I I try. I try to watch. I try to watch. I used to watch the the Access TV fights, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. MMA nerd. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course I'm MMA nerd. Dude, uh, I have uh, I have an MMA warehouse and, and BJJ warehouse shirt. And Justin okay. Rand saw me wearing that. He's like, dude, that's old school. I was like, yeah, man, I'm fucking real OG with this, dude. I don't, this isn't, this isn't, I'm not some fad. <laughs> dude, this is 18. It's in 2004 when no one cared about it. Oh, that's awesome. Now, <clears throat> did you happen to see that last fight with Ben? Um, Askren and uh, Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> <laughs> sure what did. did you think about that sure one, did. Dude, I mean, we talked about that on Earth Words, too, because it was so explosive. I mean, listen, I liked Askren because he talked shit, and I like that. Uh, I also like Masvidal <laughs> because, like, dude, he, he came from, like, the Miami street fighting days of Kimbo Slice, dude. Like, yeah. he's been in the yeah. game forever, and I like him and he's a, I mean, uh, I, I, I think he deserves a title shot. So when he, especially after that, you can't knock someone out. In, by the way, that I don't give a shit with it. That was two seconds, dude. Yeah. That wasn't four. I know it was officially four, but he hit him and he was out in two seconds. Exactly. The ref took two seconds to get to him. That, that's crazy. <laughs> How do you not give him a title shot or Connor, right? Yeah. But he even said, or did he say, is he still saying no to Connor? He just wants a title shot, right? 
Uh, the last I heard, he's looking. He either wants a title shot or he wants to fight. Okay. Or all right. So he does want that Connor fight. Yeah. So, yeah. Because Connor, you know, if he gets to fight Connor, he'll get a bigger paycheck. Obviously. <sighs> that'd be a fight, man. That'd be a that'd be a that'd be a brawl, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you happen to see the YouTube videos they were putting up after that fight? They would have like Ben, like they'll show Ben uh, saying some shit. Then they'll show the knockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll wrestle him, blah, blah, blah. Then they showed it needed a face and him getting knocked out, and they'll show him <laughs> saying something else, and they'll get knocked out again. Dude, pure wrestlers, I say this all the time. They are so predictable. So they're going <laughs> to go for the shoot. That's all they're going to do. The first thing they're going to do is they're going to go for a single leg, double it, something. They're not going to stand up there and, and just try to throw or try to. If they're always, especially like I'm talking about pure, pure wrestlers like Askren. Like he's yeah, not, yeah. he doesn't. His standups, I mean, whatever. It's just it's all ground and pound. It's all, it's all, it's all. Let me maul you. Let me, let me just. That's how I'm gonna win. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna weigh you down. I'm gonna tire you out. Like uh, Khabib is to me. I know he's dominant. I know he's the most dominant wrestler of all time. He's fucking yeah. boring, dude. But he pounds people. Ben just kind of like. Smushes you, lays on you. Khabib fucking punishes you. you Sometimes, know? like that Barboza fight, yes. That Michael Johnson fight, yeah. But there's times where, dude, he doesn't, and he'll just lay there, and he'll do the same thing Askren does, like like all wrestlers do, and he'll just tire you out. It's like, all right, man, yeah, we get it, we get it. You're dominant. I get it. It's just, yeah. you know, I want to. And I'm a purist, so I appreciate good wrestling. It's just, how can you say you're the most dominant MMA fighter of, or athlete of all time when your whole thing is just, I'm going to lay on you and pound and just ground and pound? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's just my two cents. <laughs> just my yeah, two cents. yeah, yeah. And then on Facebook today, someone posted like a supposed matchup with Ben and Damian Maya. I saw that. And they were like, oh, yeah, that'd be a good fight. I posted, like, my comment. I'm like, I think that'd be a boring fight. It's jujitsu it's versus wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Damian Maya, I like him, but, I mean, he's not really, like, if Ben puts him on his back, it's not really that much of a submission specialist off his back. It's more of, like, a rhythmic choke. Sure. And that also, ask, ask Woodley how to beat Maya. Yeah. Just fucking don't get taken down. That's it. <laughs> just, just sprawl, sprawl out. And yeah. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no problem. It, it's not that. I mean, he why that that Maya Woodley fight what was it, eleven or twelve, missed takedown attempts. Yes. Yeah. He even tried pulling, like kind of like a half guard. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just yes. to pull half guard and you kind of get him. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. What are you fighting for this title? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you excited to see next? What's your next big title fight? What's your next big title fight you're excited to see? Well, I mean, this weekend they got uh, Freddie, uh, Frankie Edgar and Max Holloway. I think that should be a good fight. Who do you think wins that? I'm going to give it to Holloway. Me too. Dude, he's yeah. so dominant. You know, he's just got that reach. I think Edgar is, you know, a little bit older now. Yeah. But, I mean, when you look at all the, the guys – in that division, there really isn't anyone else for him to, uh, to fight because they both uh, – Ortega lost to Holloway. And he beat Edgar. 
And yeah. I forget who, who was the other guy. Jose Aldo was in the top five. You've been twice. Yeah. So, I mean, there's really not too much there. You know, I was talking to someone the other day. Um, they got that new guy. I think his name is Josh Emmett. Um, uh, I I was at the Josh Emmett fight where he knocked out. Um, oh my God, my I I have I do have brain damage. I have so much goddamn tra- uh, concussions. It's crazy. I was at the <laughs> fight in Philly. I went to the fight where he fought. Um, uh, I just saw him fight. Let's put it that way. I just yeah. saw him fight in Philly yeah. live. And he he won. It was he was dominant. Yeah, he's he's been he's been knocking out. A lot of people, he's like on a win streak in every one of his fights, he's been knocking them out. So I think, you know, maybe if he cracks the top five, he would be in there. But I still don't know how he would beat Holloway. I don't think, I don't see, I think Holloway has to move up. Yeah. And go but after that, Khabib. Uh, I mean, that fight with Dustin uh, Portier was pretty good. Before, that was, that's how yeah. Dustin won the interim uh, belt for that, right? Dude, I'll say this right now. That was one of, the, that might have been one of the best title fights I've ever seen. Yeah. That was great. That was a great fight. Exactly. That was so good. I would love to see Holloway Khabib. Ah, that would be good. We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. All, All right. right, guys. We're going to – part two will continue, but it will only be on the podcast. So, again, look at the link in the description below, and you'll have a link to it. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hey everyone, I just want to make another announcement that October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, you can meet me, Mark the Shark Retorto, and my daughter, a local library located at 144 Woodfield Road in Washington Township, New Jersey. Uh, the zip code, if you try to add it into Google Maps, 07676. On Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m., my daughter and I will be doing a book signing. Where you can, we'll be doing a meet and greet. You get to meet us and learn how we go about writing our books, as well as autograph them. So come check it out. October 1st, Tuesday, October 1st, starting at 6.30 p.m. till it closes. Again, we'll be at 144 Woodfield Road in the township of Washington, New Jersey. The zip code is 076-07676. Check it out. Hopefully we see you there. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.marktheshark.mmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and be have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week worldwide from everywhere. Check it out. 
www.marktheshark.mmashow.com. All right, guys, we're back on the show. This is part two, an interview with uh, Adam Nutter, comedian and former MMA fighter. How you doing, Adam? Good, man. <laughs> All right, so now we can continue our discussion. We're talking about the uh, Holloway um, versus Portier. How that was a great fight, and then you said you want to see Holloway versus Khabib, right? Yeah, I mean that's the uh, for me that's the only way I see Holloway going. He's not gonna. He can't go down. He already cost too much weight to make 145. There's no one yeah. left in 145 for him. I think he's too good. Go up, man. Go up. Fight Khabib. Fight Poirier again. That was a great fight. I'll watch that again. I'll watch oh, that again man. tomorrow. Now here's the thing. Poirier is supposed to be fighting Khabib. I just don't know when that. that September seventh. You know what that's scheduled? I'm trying to think. Yep, September 7th, because I just saw it on Instagram, and I was like, oh, I'm excited for September 7th. <laughs> oh, September 7th. Yep. All right, now here's, your, here's a good question for you. Which, which sucks for me, actually, because yeah, I, uh, I have a show that night. Order it the next day. No way. I can't. I'll find out. Oh, here, here's what I do. When I'm on, when I'm on the... Uh, when I haven't seen a fight yet, I won't go on uh, social media. Yeah, the problem is I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do. <laughs> yeah. It was like that for me when I was, uh, for a while there, I was like sick, like with the Bellator fights. I didn't know that Bellator stopped streaming on on uh, whatever that Prime TV network was. I think it was. Uh, it, was um, uh, it was on Spike and then it was on Paramount. Yeah, yeah. When it was on Paramount. I would have my DVR schedule. I'm like, why am I not getting any Bellator fights? And then I Google it, and they're doing the same thing that the UFC is doing. We're on a streaming channel. Yes. So I'm like, shit. So not only do I pay for internet and TV and my phone, I now have to get a streaming service to watch the UFC to yep. get hold of Because they used to have, you know, they used to be on Fox Sports. I used to sometimes watch the main event on there. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, you know? Yep. But now everything's on ESPN. They go Plus. back and forth. Sometimes it's ESPN 2, ESPN 5. It's, well, that ESPN, ESPN Plus, Plus thing. Screw. I mean, here's the thing with ESPN Plus. You have to order the pay-per-views now through ESPN Plus. Yeah. And on yeah. top of that, you can't even use a tablet or phone. You have to use a desktop or or, or um, smart TV or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Bellator started doing the same thing. So I'm like, what the hell's going on? I, I'm not, here's the thing. Like, I love Bellator, but I can't pay for everything. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to pick the UFC right. over Bellator because his level of talent is obviously better. So, like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go fucking UFC all day over I, if I have to choose money. You know, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Same thing, one, like the one championship. I can't really watch that. <laughs> Sometimes oh, I, that's free. I don't think I've ever. I, the only thing I do with that is if it's like, like a special a fighter that I like, like Kong Gracie. If he's fighting there, you usually just catch it on YouTube. Well, I watched that Mighty Mouse fight on that. Oh, did they? I, I got to check that out. That was on YouTube? No, no. I mean, I, I, that's the fight I actually watched, like, live <laughs> for uh, for uh, fight one. Uh, one championship is uh, that, that fight, yeah. So, anyway, so getting back to the Bell Tour, like, I'm like, all right, you know, like, I would tape a lot of uh, their events and watch them later. So, what I would do is I would just avoid – as much till I know I saw the, the, the fight, I would avoid social media like the play. 
But like you say, sometimes you forget and you go on there, oh, man, this guy lost. That ruined Yeah, it. I do it all the time. The, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, place that the, the place you're doing the show, I'm just going to ask them if they can throw it on. I'll be like, oh, listen, I'll pay for it. Can you just, <laughs> can you just put it on the TV for me? Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the thing now. If Holloway fights to be, who do you – actually, let's go back. If all right, let's go back to that one. If, Hall, if Holloway fights Khabib, who, who do you think would dominate that one? Dom, oh, so we're, we're, we're calling that a dom. All right, <laughs> I, 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 I want to know if it'd be a dominant fight. I think Khabib wins. Oh, okay. But do you think it would be dominant, I, or do you think I know? I, I think Holloway gets shots in. Really? He he's way lankier and taller than Connor. And Connor won at least one round, right, from Khabib. So the fourth yeah, round, I'd say. I'd say I, I would say, and that's the first round Khabib ever lost, right? It was the fourth round of that fight. It's the first round he's ever lost. Connor, right, and, and Connor beat Holloway. Now, would Connor beat Holloway now? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's been out of the game for a while now. And Holloway's been crushing. Yeah, he has. Now, who do you think will win between Poirier and Khabib? Khabib. Yeah, because yeah. Poirier. I can say this. Poirier's got hands, dude. He's got oh, top yeah. of his hands, and he's not that shabby on the ground, dude. You know, he's pretty good. He's got pretty good jujitsu. So I, I think I, I'm gonna be like you, dude. If I'm like not home, I'll probably like pay wherever I'm at watch that fight i'm actually getting excited about that fight. i'm super excited about that fight but the fight i want to see more out of those two guys against khabib i want to see tony khabib dude oh tony ferguson yeah yeah dude i like that guy you know i actually trained with a guy that actually no one agrees with me there was this guy i used to work out with at my old jiu-jitsu school and I'm like, you look like him. Everybody was like, no, no. I'm like, dude, you look exactly like him. <laughs> I don't want to say the name on a podcast. this long. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that division is just stacked. stacked. It is so stacked. 155 is not – dude, if, if I – man, if I'm fighting – if I'm going to the UFC as a young kid, I'm like, I'm not doing 155, bro. I'm going fucking feather or I'm just going middle. There's no way I'm doing uh, lightweight. Now, or well, you, I mean, or Welter, I guess, not middle, or Welter. But, like, uh, yeah. there's no way I'm doing uh, lightweight. Damn. There's just so much talent between Portier. And Portier's been around for a long time, dude. Dude, underrated. I think it was on HBO. He did some special um, back when he was kind of he, – he wasn't nobody. I don't even think – I think he might have just cracked the UFC. Um, I'm trying to remember his old trainer because he's from the New, uh, New Orleans area. Yeah, he's from uh, yeah New, New Orleans, as they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah so from I think there. his 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 trainer, his jiu-jitsu instructor slash trainer, MMA trainer, was on the Ultimate Fighter. I just can't think of the guy's name. <laughs> but that 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 show is at least a decade old. Dude, I have a uh, very funny story about my personal MMA coach. That uh, it's kind of—I actually have a joke about it on on okay. stage. So I won't—I I won't do the joke, obviously, because that's hacking. <laughs> but I'll—I'll I'll just tell you the the gist of the. This I swear to God, this is true. So my old MMA coach, um, this there was this documentary on HBO years ago. Uh, it's like two thousand—I don't know, six maybe. 
Okay. And the documentary followed around people who like dressed up like superheroes and went around and like helped other community and stuff like that. And I'm watching this because I'm a nerd and I also I'm a comic. I like to make fun of people. So I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm gonna trash these people the whole time on this documentary. And who do I see in fucking homemade body armor and spandex? But my fucking MMA coach. No way. <laughs> yeah, I won't say his name. I won't say his name. I gave people enough information where you could find that yourself. I'm not gonna say the name of the documentary. Go find that documentary. His, I, I won't say his name, but it's the New York one. It's one of the New York ones. Let's put it that way. Okay. It's one of the New York ones and he was on it. And then I was like, I don't know if I could respect you, but, but you know, the funny thing is he could legit fuck people up. Out of all those guys in that show, that documentary, he's the only guy who could actually fuck people up if you want, if you had to. <laughs> now get him into your MMA days. <laughs> what weight class did you fight at? I fought at uh, 205. You fought? Dude, you don't look 205 now. Nah, I'm not. I'm 180. <laughs> you don't even look like that heavy. Like, what? Yeah, 180 now. I'm six foot 180. Like in shape at that weight? Yeah. No. I no. Now. Now. No. No. Now I'm just fucking. I have no muscle on me. (laughs) I lost it all. Uh, No. Back when I was. uh, That's good though. Oh, well, because I got fucking. Like when they're in their thirties, they weigh less than when they were in their twenties. Well, well, dude. No, I got fat. So I got. (laughs) I got fat shame for losing weight. Thank you, everybody who did that. But uh, (laughs) which helped helped tremendously. You should fat shame your friends, everybody. If your friends fat, fat shame them if you care about them. no, I blew up to like, I was, after I stopped doing football on May, uh, I just kind of got stopped getting physically active and I blew up to like fucking 260, but not muscle, just fat. And then everyone was like, you're gross. And I was like, yeah, I am gross. And then I just intermittent fasted and now I'm down to 180. Wow. Yeah. Now, what do you mean by intermittent fasting? Like you would say one day a week, I'm not going to eat. No. So intermittent fasting is uh, you only eat in an eight-hour window a day, and you fast for 16 hours every day. And then you just I just lowered my carb and my sugar intake dramatically. And uh, now my metabolism – I did this for over a year, so my, my metabolism is so, like, changed. I can't – like, I have a hard time gaining weight now. <laughs> I have a hard time. So like one, Yeah, like one weekend I ate ice cream for a whole weekend. I was like, I want to gain weight, and I, and I couldn't gain weight. <laughs> so that's like eating, like, once a day then. Well, you know, you can eat. So, okay. So like I have weird hours cause I, you know, I'm up late obviously cause I'm doing comedy. Right. So like my hours for me were I would eat at 5 PM and I would stop eating at midnight. Wow. So you would like, what time would you get up there in a day? Uh, nine o'clock in the morning. And you would go from nine to five without getting hungry. No, you get hungry. You just got to not be a pussy about it. <laughs> of course you get hungry you just tell yourself you're not fucking starving and, and, and you're fine like it, it's called being a man it's, it's all it is it's because your brain so used to you eating all the time so like when you don't if your brain's like we're starving and you're like no we're not and you just power through it willpower 
And, and, but then like, I would go day. I did. I definitely didn't do this the healthiest of ways. Like I would go days without eating sometimes. Like I would just forget to eat. I would go like a day and a half without eating. I would get like, I, I still have an iron deficiency. Like I still stand up too quick. My, I get super lightheaded and I smoke a ton of weed. None of this helps. I also do mushrooms and I do, I do a lot of shit, but I'm a mess. Don't fucking, <laughs> fucking, oh, man. <laughs> I'm a degenerate, but if you want to lose weight, intermittent fast properly and you'll, and, and just, and just don't eat carbon sugar, dude. Like, you know, interesting. Now, when you did your MMA stuff, like you, cause you said you were training for eight years, right? I trained for a while. Yeah. But like, I got lazy with it. You know, you start to get lazy with it. I only fought, I only fought, fought for like a year and a half. Cause I saw the dedicated, cause like the guys I was training with, some of them were going pro. I saw what they were doing. I was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't have (laughs) the mental, (laughs) I don't, this is, this is fun for me and this is competitive for me, but I don't have the mental capacity to take it to this next level. I just don't, I know where I'm at, you know? So I just kind of like, all right, well, I'm not going to fight anymore. Why would I put myself through this? So then you just train for fun. You just train to train and keep in shape. And then you get lazy with that. And then you fucking start to eat more and you start to train less. Uh, so then like around like 26, 27, I got fucking fat as fuck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Damn, I can't believe you were up to that, that weight. Yeah, and, I, was, and, I, and I, also, I also stopped playing full contact football like 25. Oh, wow. Yeah, so right when I stopped playing football is when I got fat. <laughs> That's when I really got fat. Oh wow! I didn't. I think like I thought it was like just high school and college. So it was like a league you were in, and you would play like football in it. Yeah, I played semi pro. I could have played for the NYPD team, but um, they wanted you to use your own vacation days for travel. I was like, nah, you can eat my dick. I'm not gonna do that. So I just, <laughs> so I just played uh for a Jersey team instead. It was for fun, and then that was fun. But I got so many concussions, and my brain's all fucked up. Right? So <laughs> that car accidents on the job of NYPD, and then uh, MMA. So I mean, my brain's all you know dumb. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And the drugs. <laughs> and the drugs. So. Now, in terms of MMA, like, who do you think is the greatest of all time? Oh, man. People have been asked, posting this shit all day on Facebook. And I'm like, you know what? These be kind of good questions to ask, ask you. you like, in your opinion. I want to say, like, my heart of hearts, I want to say John Jones. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when he got caught twice, even though the second time, like, he didn't do it. Whatever, fine. It's just, you know, like, he didn't even need those to be that good. That's the thing. He's such a genetic freak. I mean, his brother's in the NFL. I mean, you know, it's like his family's just fucking talented. I mean, he is, he's a physical freak, dude. I mean, yeah, man. I think like, it took him five years to become a world champion. He was like, he's the youngest UFC champion. And he only, from what they were saying, trained in MMA for five years. Dude, he, op- he opened up his fucking championship fight against Shogun with the flying knee. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, you know? He's so diversified, too. Dude, he's so good. Uh, so I would say Jones, Connor, or DC. Fuck Mighty yeah. Mouse because he fights at 125. So you don't count. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you don't count. <laughs> that's, that's Joe Rogan's uh, favorite. He, he's yeah, but good. I don't, I don't consider when you fought no ones forever and then Cejudo finally got good enough to tune you up, 
And then you go to one championship and lose. See you the fuck later. <laughs> oh, you know, that's you're. Right. That's right. You lost. Yeah. Who did he lose to? Him Forgot. No, no one. <laughs> wow. When you got to think about it, though, that division in general, like how many people are walking around as a grown man adult? At 125. Well, he doesn't, though. He probably walked around I mean, 140. They got a cut. They got a cut. So maybe he's like 135. I mean, the average now is probably like 170, 180, I would say. Well, Connor walks around probably like 180. Right. You would think. Cormier. Cormier. Probably walks around at 240. This, this is the one thing that amazes me about the sport of MMA. You get these guys that are like freaking chiseled, you know, built like shipwreck houses. Then you get the guys that look like shit, and they're they're great. No offense to Daniel Cormier. Well, I mean, he's an Olympic fucking wrestler. I mean, it's just his talent level is just so – and his also drive and dedication and his mental fortitude is so above and beyond. I think to become like like the Cejudos and and the the DCs, those Olympic guys, that level of fucking talent that takes to get to that stage alone, you got to be a different person, man. Like, I don't have it. (laughs) <laughs> dude, I don't have it. <laughs> that's a whole different. That's a whole other man, dude. That's a whole other type of man. Yeah, he is a person that you look at him, you think, "Oh man, he's just a fat, out of shape dude." But when you see him, he fought. Um, when did you see that strike force? Yeah, oh, against Barnett. He did that Grand Prix championship, and he. Josh Barnett. Yeah, against Barnett. He fought he won the title against Barnett. Barnett was twenty four years oh, old at the time. Like a fucking twig. And by the way, Barnett is one of my favorite fighters of all time. That guy is a fucking beast. Animal. Josh Barnett, youngest heavy, uh, UFC heavyweight champion of all time. And DC just picked him up and tossed him. He fucked him up. <laughs> yeah. That was a good fight. We fucked him up, yeah. Now, I'm excited. We're I'm excited for Steve Bay DC too. Uh, now I don't know if because if, John Jones was saying oh, I want to fight him, but I want to fight Daniel Cormier at light heavyweight. Ah, uh, dude, I'll tell you right now, if DC beats Stipe again, DC retires because I don't think that Brock fight's happening, and DC's not going to fight. If DC fights John Jones heavyweight, DC loses again, dude. John Jones beats DC every time. I think it's 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 sad. I love DC. Yeah, but yeah. That's, I don't fight the head. There was a couple of rounds where I thought Cormier actually was. Dude, he was doing, doing that second fight. He was doing good, but that kick, he when he overextended that punch and and he just leaned his head forward, that kick was right there, man. And that, yeah, you you could have kicked him in the head and were not. I, if you get kicked in the face like that, with, with, with zero protection, that off uh, off balance, you're gonna get knocked out, dude. I mean, any grown man kicking you like that, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Now, if they fight at heavyweight, he loses. You think John Jones would lose? No, he wins. Even easier. Even easier, right? Because John Jones is like, nah, loses. I don't want to fight him because he thinks he would give too much an advantage to Cormier. No, because John will just be like, oh, I don't have to cut weight. Cool. And just put on 20 pounds of fucking muscle. Mmm. So what do you think they're gonna do? You think they're gonna make it? I think they should just fucking make it at a catch weight. Nah, fuck that. Heavyweight. Yeah. Heavyweight? Fuck yeah. Uh, I would love to see that again. Uh, I would definitely want to see that. Definitely. Now, but Connor, uh so yeah, what do you like about Connor? I love the fact that he I think he's fucking hilarious, dude. 
Do I love Connor? I mean, yeah, again, one of the best shit talkers of all time. Him and fucking Ali, you know. Uh, actually, Chael was, Chael was Chael Sonnen was more of a fucking wrestling bad guy. Mm-hmm. But, but he uh, does it differently. Yeah, he definitely does it differently. Like, but Connor was fucking great. Like, um, like how do I say this? Which Sonnen, right? He says it when he insults, tries to insult people. You kind of know he's just doing it. Right. Like, it's it's so WWE. Yeah. Yeah. It's no harm, no foul. Connor, right. I know he's just doing it for show, but it, it's funny as shit. In my yeah. Dude, that, that, I mean, called, he, when he fought well, yeah. Mendez from uh, uh, Ryan Faber's camp and he called him a midget, <laughs> I was laughing. I couldn't stop myself from laughing. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> dude, like, I mean, Connor's <laughs> yeah, all-time shit. To, dude, I'll, that's that's honestly, I believe, half the reason Aldo lost that fucking fight is because he just got in his head so much he wanted to knock him out so bad. And, mm-hmm. and Connor's like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for fucking wanting to hit me so hard. I'm going to knock you out in 13 seconds. They didn't, and they never had the rematch, did they? Nope. He broke all those jaws. He was out for a year, and then he came back, and Alda, and then Holloway tuned him up, and he came back, and Holloway tuned him up again, and then he came back, and then he oh, finally won a fight. He broke his jaw in that fight. I didn't yeah, because there were a lot of fights late, like after that, that the champ lost, and it would kind of get a fight right away. And then I kind of remember that Aldo this wanted an immediate rematch, and they said no. Yeah, but his jaw was broken. I'm pretty sure. Mm. I think he just wanted the rematch when he got back, and they were like, and still, but I mean, even the Connor forfeited the title anyway. But uh, Holloway beat the fuck out of him twice anyway. Holloway, I mean, he doesn't deserve it. Mm. Straight up, you can't get clapped three times in a row <laughs> and then be like, "I want a title shot." Why? Because you were the best one forty five of all time. You were. Now Holloway was. Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. that's it. He, he took that mantle from you because you yeah. got fucking stopped out twice. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah, man, he just took too many beatings over the years. Yeah, you know, fucking old, good old grill face. It's like uh, Hanato Barrow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he lost to, I think the guy's name is Spillman from Matt Sarah's camp. Uh, forget the guy's name now. You know what I'm talking about, right? I do, but I'm bad with I'm I'm bad with names sometimes too. Again, my head, I have terrible memory. <laughs> yeah, I Find this guy's yeah, like so. I think his Spellman. I think it's Spellman, something from. Uh, I'm probably. I uh, forget the guy's name, Matt. He's he's definitely from Matt Sarah's camp. Um. Anyway, so he. I can't think. Of, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm like that too, man. Like I'm like horrible with names. <laughs> oh shit! This is gonna. Uh, it's Spellman. Something. Something with a man. Uh, Once you say it, I'm gonna know. It's, it's gonna drive me nuts. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he beat. <coughs> um, because that uh, guy I'm thinking of has been on a tear lately. And but this was before his tear, and he and he beat Anaka uh, Burrell. Yeah, <laughs> I I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, man, MMA. I mean, there's no MMA. There's no such thing as MMA math. You know, MMA math doesn't exist because anyone can get fucking clipped on the jaw at the. I mean, look at 
look at Bisping and Rockhold. Look at Wyman and Anderson yeah, Silva. <laughs> Rockhold was so pissed after that. So pissed. Let's <laughs> watch his last fight. I watched his fucking ass get kicked. He got to retire too, man. He's too handsome. Just go model. You're fucking gorgeous. <laughs> go model for Ralph Lauren and stop getting knocked out. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, his time's done too, I think. Yeah, that's insane. Actually, yeah, my, one of my wife's friends' husbands looks like that guy. I think, wow. dude, my fucking my uh, my my wife watched the fights with us last uh, that uh, that rock hall fight, and uh, she was like talking to her brother, and I interrupted. Her. I was like, "Hey, is that guy handsome?" And she stopped. She's like, "Fucking yeah!" And then just I continued the conversation. I'm like, "Yeah, no, I get it. Of course he is. I, that's why I asked you. I wanted you to uh, confirm." Oh, <laughs> uh, the guy I was thinking of is not Spellman. It is Benjamin Sterling. Oh, Aljamain. God damn it. Aljamain, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, was I like, like Aljamain. Yeah, yeah. I was close. I like Aljamain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He beat him. Now Now that guy's like number two. Yeah. So when he beat Renato Barrow, he wasn't even in the top. Yeah, he wasn't even ranked. And then you got um, Wyman's fighting his first light heavyweight fight coming up. Really? Yep. I forgot a, to, that, that guy should be retired. He, he should be in Bellator. <laughs> He had neck problems. Dude. I know. I know. Before that last, I think it was the, the, his last fight or before his last fight. He was like semi-retired. He said he had to stop fighting because of his neck. I don't know. I don't remember the details of it. Well, he's been getting fucking tuned up too. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, you know, they, they get that, that itch in them, man. And they can't scratch it. And they just yeah, I get it. I get it. I get, that with other, I get that with other things. So, you know. Damn. That's crazy. Now, who do you and what are your thoughts like on the on um the other guys like you know George St. Pierre and no one of the all time greats. He is man. He's such a good role model. I think too for Marshall. He's such a good dude. He doesn't talk shit. He just. Speaks with his hands. No, and when he tries, it's like clearly like him trying to. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, all right, you don't got to do this. <laughs> like with the him and Bisping fight, when like Bisping's trying so hard to like, you know, p- like push it for publicity. And his, yeah. and, and, and fucking GSP shitty fucking accent with his shitty English. And he's just like, no, you, you, you don't say that to my face. And it's like, okay, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, I was watching, uh, Bisbing's interview with uh, Joe Rogan, and he, and he was talking about that, like, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 job, like GSP does, like in shit talking. Yeah, and he's like, you know, I just do it as part of my act because you know I believe in mental warfare, and right? So forth. And he like, you know, then he's like, you know, I had a great a- admiration for George uh, Pierre. <clears throat> but you know what's interesting is. <clears throat> my well, until I stopped doing jujitsu, which I both can get back in the next month or so. Oh, nice. My uh, my instructor, Carl Mosaro, was was part of his. Uh, I know who that is. Jujitsu <laughs> team. He trained with Jones Saint Pierre for a couple of camps. That's so, cool. Yeah, he was telling me like you know like you know how George P- GSP. I don't know. I this is what he says. Does not lift any weights i heard that i heard he doesn't lift anywhere i believe that but i'm like dude he's like freaking jacked and like i must i mean you can't get like that from swimming 
You know what I mean? No, I mean, but I know I, gymnastics, I, but unless he's doing a lot of rings for a lot of period of time, you're not going to get that type of build. Right. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I believe it. I really do. Yeah, I was like shocked. I'm like, so he doesn't lift any weights. He's like, nope. And he's like, you see all these guys that do all these like weird training things. Like they'll sprint, they'll hit the tires with like a hammer. George doesn't do any of that. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I totally believe that, honestly. Yeah, interesting. And then like, you know, he turned around and he gave, he got been spinning in that choke. I'm like, yeah. So I guess the jiu-jitsu, the jiu-jitsu paid off. Right. You know, because it was uh, my instructor and then I heard he went all the way up there. <coughs> I think for a class, I think he was like, and it was a short camp uh, for that one. Right. Because um, uh, George didn't want to beat up his body that much. I think normally, they, like most fighters probably do a 12-week camp. Right. 12 weeks. I think he limited it till eight. And then he also had like some health issues too. Hmm. When he was preparing for that fight, um, something with his stomach—I uh, forget what it was—but like he, he, he just there were some sessions he actually had to miss because of health issues. That was pretty interesting. Right, now, right, right. Now let's talk about you. Well, you uh, <laughs> give us some information on your podcast. Like, when do you guys like release new episodes? Is it yeah. So. Uh... So my main one, we're, we're actually part of a, of a media network called Drop Tent. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, you, if anybody listening wants to check out Drop Tent Media Network, that's the umbrella comp- company, <laughs> the umbrella network of, uh, of all these other great shows that are on there. So we have Nerds of Words on there. That's me and my buddy, Neil. We do that uh, every Sunday. That comes out every, we, we live stream every Sunday around 1230, 1 o'clock. And that's available literally everywhere. We would really appreciate people to go to our YouTube, just nerds with words on YouTube and just subscribe. I mean, subscribe anywhere, you know, rate and review us. We'd appreciate that super much. But, uh, actually we're going to do right after this, right after I get off with you, uh, we're doing our first sports podcast of uh, the network called slapstick sports. It's with myself, another co- a comedian, blaze Gagakis and a friend of mine, Kevin Dalton, who's a numbers guy. So we, uh, we're all going to just, it's going to be like a sports comedy show. That's also on the Drop Tent Media Network, and that's going to be okay. available very soon. Now, who runs the Drop Tent Media Network? Is Neil and myself. <laughs> oh, okay. So you, all right. So you you have your own network, you manage it, and then you got a couple other podcasts underneath your umbrella. Yeah. We also, though, we also produce yeah. like um, comedy shows and stuff, like stand up comedy shows, too. So we do oh, a lot okay. of stuff. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff. We, it's not just podcasts, and we do podcasts and that too. your shows. Like, where, when is your next comedy show? Ah, so we got a, oh, I got a bunch coming up, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. We got August 1st uh, up in Chalfont, Pennsylvania. We'll be at the Pop-In. Uh, those are $5 tickets ahead of time. Uh, you get those at our website, nerdthewordspodcast.com. Uh, August 3rd, we'll be at the Laboratory in Hatboro, Pennsylvania. Uh, same thing. You get, you get all tickets for everything I'm saying at nerdthewordspodcast.com. So August 1st, we're at the Pop-In Chalfont, Pennsylvania. August 3rd, I'm at the Laboratory in Hatboro, Pennsylvania. August 16th, I'll be doing uh, the, <laughs> the Porn Stash in Philadelphia at the Raven Lounge. It's a bunch of comics, watch porn, and talk about it. It's pretty fun. 
So if you guys want to check that out, <laughs> come on through. That's free. That's a free show. Um, that's a free show. But the first and third, super cheap tickets, I think on the third, the $3. And you can check our schedule on my Instagram, at uh, Adam Nutter on everything. And uh, Nerds Words and everything too. And you'll find all of our shows coming up and all the info you need on Drop Tent and everything. That, that, is, that is funny. A porn, porn show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so already, do you have any shows scheduled for the New Jersey area? Or close no, uh, Staten Staten Island. Island. Yeah, Staten Island. Staten Island, August. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Oh, hey, Adam, be better at uh, promoting yourself. Yeah, I will. Uh, I have a shit. August 15th, Staten Island, uh, Little Victory Theater, 8 o'clock. Uh, I think tickets at the All door right. available. That is awesome, man. That's the closest thing to New Jersey I got in the future, I think. Have you thought about getting into TV? Have you done any television shows? Nah. <laughs> it's, not really my, it's not really my thing. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, if it comes my way, sure. But, I mean, it's not really worth focusing on. Uh-huh. We're focusing on stand-up and podcasting, really. Okay. Trying to grow. Trying to grow the YouTube. That's why people listening, YouTube. <laughs> Nerds with words on YouTube. Okay. Now, you, you got sponsors, though, for your podcast, right? Yeah, uh, we do. Okay, so they, so you, you, I guess you got some kind of arrangement where they pay you directly as opposed to like a person listening to. Uh, yeah, it, it, it goes off of. Uh, if you listen to the ad, I guess you got some other kind of arrangement. Oh, it just goes off of numbers and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Have you thought about? Well, I guess when you do your podcast, it's kind of like stand up, right? No, <laughs> nothing, no? nothing at all. No, it's totally different. Um, it's totally different ball game. Uh, you're not, you were just coming in here. Like we'll have like some, sometimes we'll have like videos prepared. We want to talk about or something like that. Or like a news article. We're like, this is fun. Oh, okay. But it's not, we're just going on top of our head. It's, it's more unscripted, you know, stand up is it's your act. It's like, you know, <laughs> you're writing it out and everything like that. Cause I, I don't know if you thought about, you've heard of email, right? Of what? It's Vimo, I think. V E M O. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I don't know if you consider this, but like, if you put up a video on there of yourself, like you and your buddy doing like stand up somewhere, uh, you can charge people to view it. Uh, we have a Patreon. You could do that <laughs> if you want. All right, to I'm say, just trying to come up with more streams for you. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. I I just got the uh, wrap it up symbol. I think we have to do uh, the Slap Six Sports podcast. They're getting mad at me. All right, <laughs> I'll let you go, buddy. But uh, yeah, it was it was great having you on the show. Hopefully, I get to have you on again. Oh, dude, fuck yeah! I'll come on anytime. I love talking MMA and stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely, I definitely want you back on. Yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe you can be a co-host instead of a guest. But oh whatever. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not regular, you know, they say, hey, are you available this week? And they get you back on. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely do that. Yeah. So, everybody, uh, this is us ending the interview here. But we'll be back after this short break. Uh, again, it's Adam Nutter. Check him out. Uh, on What's your website again? Uh, NerdsWordsPodcast.com. There you go. All right, everybody. We'll be back after this short break. Hi everyone, just want to make a note to all the fans that are listening to this podcast, we appreciate any donation you can make 
to keep this podcast up and running. No matter how small, anyway, from a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. To make a donation, all you have to do is go to my website, www.markthesharkmmashow, and click on the donation button on the first page. It's that easy. Again, it's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark with Twitter. Sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Again, that's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. Good day, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio, and you are tuned into the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hi, everyone. We're back on the show. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to two particular podcasts. One is called the One Five Podcast and the Darren Palmer Podcast, also known as Self Publish in 30 Days. They can both be found on iTunes. The One Five Cast is also found on Stitcher and Anchor. His the link to his podcast is anchor.fm slash one five cast. Me and my daughter were both interviewed on their podcast this past week. Please check it out. You'll learn a little bit about us and about our new books that we have out, including my daughter's new book called A Little Bit Louder, which should be published hopefully within the next two months. Again, check it out. It's the One Five Cast podcast and Darren Palmer's podcast called Self Publish in 30 Days. Again, I will leave a link to these particular episodes in the description of this particular podcast episode. Are you looking for your next action thriller novel? Check out The Cabal. The saga begins. You can find it on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com or www.RetortoFamilyBooks.com. That's R-I-T-O-R-T-L FamilyBooks.com. Again, check out the next great action thriller suspense book called The Cabal. The saga begins. Hi, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child, an 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Ritorio. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books written by a child for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as her website, www. Dot Again, that's R I T 
O-R-T-L. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show and don't forget to like subscribe and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes all right guys we're at the end of our show this is mark retorto i'm signing off And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C, not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book. Or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.